And if at this moment a new Bible were to be written of this battle, its first chapter and verse might read, And on that day the cosmos shuddered, then enveloped into its darkness all that was light in the world. But soon the world's black void rose up in the form of demons, hellspawns, sinners, and the undead, their names spoken in whispers, monolith, redeemer, the anti-god spawn, and priest, the she-spawn. They were the forsaken few who traded their lives to protect the innocent. And welcome to the Malbowls. This is Regarding Spawn, the world's best Spawn podcast. I'm your co-host, John Fisher. And I'm your co-host, David Williams. And Johnny, it's that, it's that time of year again where no matter who's using a computer, it looks like a pervert uses that computer. Why? There's, there's hand lotion right next to it. There's a whole bunch of Kleenexes. Oh my god. <laughs> Used Kleenexes just scattered about cuz let me tell you, even if not pervert, looks like a pervert. Oh, cuz you've got a cold and your your hands yeah, are dry. Yeah. I, I always feel very weird like when the when the air gets dry having to to pull out my big bottle of hand lotion at work and sit it next to my computer and be like, I promise, <laughs> I promise it's just for for wholesome activities. I don't like my hands to feel gross. <laughs> That's it. That's the only That's reason. It. That's it. Those Kleenexes, those Kleenexes just got snot in them. I've been very snotty. I haven't been looking at my Spawn, the movie Trading Cards of Jessica Priest. <laughs> Ooh, what, what are, you are we saying? Uh, saying Jessica Priest should be over this? No, 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 no. This, this week's, this week's Guardian Angel is going to be clown clown's tragic follower you got clown watching it's you got, it's just got clowns kneeling on the ground holding you know crispy simmons to the ground oh crispy simmons and his 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 coat given to him by the unhomed men yeah was it todd mcfarlane well todd i don't think todd mcfarlane gives him anything he just like, like oh. looks at him and then disappears around a corner <laughs> yeah todd the bum man that's todd gonna the be, bum that's gonna be a great card when we get it he's got to come back for the new movie yeah he does yeah he does he's got to yeah. have a cameo although you think you think maybe since he his face is kind of a little tall and skinny that he might be become our info buzz info buzz pundit he could pan to him and he's like classic info buzz pendant and he's talking about <laughs> how all of these world leaders can't dress for beans <laughs> i hope so that would be great because then he could be uh talking about this this new this new guy on the scene spawn and have you seen his costume it is beautiful it's got all the red and the black and the big eyes the the that would be great because he could just talk about <laughs> talk about what he loves about a character he created you talk about how awesome Spawn is. Man, that's great. I hope that Like we do. 
<laughs> We're just like the Todd Father. We just talk about how awesome Spawn is. <laughs> Although that can't happen if the Todd Father is also the director, because then he'll just keep all of it in. <laughs> right. <laughs> or like somebody has to have editorial oversight to be like Todd, 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 Todd. It's a film. <laughs> it's a film, not a YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> please, please well, welcome. Don't, don't show them how to draw a, a, a chippy spawn in the movie, please. We already have that. Show them. <laughs> Do it. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Regarding Spawn, the Spawn podcast, where each week we bring you two issues mm -hmm. from Spawn's universe. Two for the price of one. You don't have to listen to two episodes. You only got to listen to one episode, and you get two issues. Yeah. And we get a lot of issues because we both have issues. Me and David. <laughs> Yeah. So you get to hear about our issues and our issues. So yeah. it's really a really nice thing. Oh, also, also, keep it on that pervert train, Johnny. It's our 69th huh? episode. So. Oh, 69th. You know, internet rules say that every time the sex number is invoked, you got to say nice. So nice. 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 Thank nice, you for nice, nice, thank nice. you for sticking around for a nice number of episodes, y'all. Here's the yeah. nice more. I'm surprised we made it this far without skipping a week, honestly. Yeah, me too. It almost happened I gotta this knock, week. <laughs> knock on some wood. No, it didn't. And we had we had a we have an episode in the back burner. We would have been fine. Yeah. But we're here. I'm yeah. still a little toasty from the night before. Hopefully my mom's not listening to this episode. <laughs> um, I met a friend and we stayed out too late and here we are. You met a friend and you liked it. I did. <laughs> too much. Too much. <laughs> You're still liking it. <laughs> uh, a little bit. Now I'm starting to get, now that I'm talking, I'm starting to run out. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> You're using up the last of that precious, precious ethanol fuel. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got to go get a beer. Hold on. No, I'm kidding. You got to pull into the Sunico and top up a little bit. No, I'm drinking a Topo Chico. Ooh. It's nice and refreshing. Nice. That'll 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 clear out all the valves. Yes, it will. But this week, we got two issues of Spawn. Well, two issues from Spawn. Yeah. We have Spawn 325. Mm -hmm. And all the way back from, oh, let's see here. I can't even read this. Hold on. Let me put my glasses on. December 2021. Ooh. Two years so ago. So two years ago. Two years ago, exactly. And then all the way back from just a few months ago in September 2023 is Scorch 22. Damn, this is from September? Yeah, that was, funny enough, that was also two years ago. Seems like it. <laughs> sure does. We're only one of beyond this, aren't we? Well, there's, there's, one, there's been one issue of Scorch since this one come out. Oh, uh, it's just been this has this one come out. <laughs> I know, I know. Language speak good. Well, taught. that's because it's been a little, a little less inconsistent. It's a little more inconsistent recently. That's why. Yeah, yeah. There've been since that that first time we complained about a no spawn week. There have been like five, four or five no spawn weeks. I know. So maybe we should stop complaining about it, and there will be no more. Don't mention it. Week. Don't say anything about it. <laughs> I have no issues with the release schedule of Spawn Comics at all. Thank you. Thank you so much. No, it's some wild issues, especially this first one here. We might as well just get right into it. We got 325. Oh, they're starting. Okay, so this is also a special event because for those of you that have been listening for this long, it was a year ago today that I cleared out one of my closets to make a recording studio. 
And the reason for that is there is a Toys for Tots motorcycle drive going on. So if you hear some motorcycles, they're going up and down Western Avenue in Chicago, just tons and tons of motorcycles. So you might hear that today. Yeah. Toys for Tot motorcycle parade and the Dykes on Bikes and the Pride Parade are literally the only two acceptable times for you to have loud-ass motorcycle for any reason. The rest of the time, just fucking stop it. We don't need to hear that on a regular basis. Damn, here's your old man car, David. Oh, man. I could just be, like, enjoying my... I'm, I'm just enjoying my walk to work. And this fucking motorcycle blares by whoever decided to put speakers on motorcycles. I want to punch that person because... That shit's real loud, and it's real annoying. It does get really loud. You might hear it today. Uh, but this is this is an acceptable this is an acceptable use of that technology. It's true. It's true. It's true. If we got the toys. It's, it's for toys the for tots. Yeah. It's for the tots, David. All the tots. Todd's tots. Todd's tot talk. The Todd father would be very pro toys for tots parade. Can you can you imagine them going by his house and being like, hold on, guys? He's just got like a an armful of toys that he's like, hold on, hold on. They're just like falling behind him. He's li- leaving a trail of toys and he's just like, ah, ah, here, take them. Make the kids happy. You know what else the Todd Father's pro? What's that? Not writing shit on this issue. Hey, but hey, Jenny. <laughs> We should probably cover the covers first before we get in that hat. I know, I just I was flipping open and I was like, Blue? What? He's not anywhere? Well, fun fact, speaking of covers, the back side of Spawn 324 said that for Spawn 325, it was going to be written by Spawn creator Todd McFarlane. And the cover of Spawn 325 says Todd McFarlane on it. So It's a lie! It's a lie. We've been lied to. We've been lied to. But what cover are you working with? Oh, I got the Bjorn Barons cover. I also have the Bjorn Barons cover. And this, like usual, is absolutely brutal. It's epic. Oh, boy. It's Spawn. It's Ninja Spawn, specifically. Ninja Spawn, specifically, holding up a dead body that he cut, like, the top of the head off, like, from the jaw up. Yeah, yeah. You don't see that decapitation point very often. They usually go right at the neck, but this one is infinitely more gruesome. Oh, yeah. Because you get, like, the teeth hanging out there. Man. Oh. You get... Oof. Gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, Ninja Spawn cut off a dude's head. He's dead. There's a dude in the background that's got, like, the sword. He's, like, in the sword swallower position, but he didn't do it right. (laughs) Yes. It's just, like, shoved down his throat. It's quite epic. All the way down to those wooden sandals. Oh, boy, look at the the veins on those feet, dude. Man, Bjorn Barons is pulling out all the stops this time. Uh, And the second cover is Don Aguilio. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This one, this one has that problem that I have with spawn covers, Johnny. Because you know What's what it's that? got on it that isn't in this, does not appear in this issue. What? It's got monkey on it. Oh no! It's got hella monkey on it. It's got like the most dramatic monkey ever conceived. Not only does it have monkey on it, but it's got forced perspective monkey. So there's a gigantic monkey fist at the very foreground. It's an absolutely crazy cover i really wish i had it damn it but there's no monkey in the issue there's really not (laughs) there's really not there's not even just monkey in the background (laughs) i don't even think our second book has any monkey in it no okay i finally pulled up the cover yeah it looks epic it's kind of a crazy angle on him yeah he's like he's fallen from the heavens there's some chain in the like background it kind of it kind of looks like it's situated to be part of a interconnected series of covers Kind of does, yeah. I can see that. But yeah, it 
on that cover and my cover, it says Todd McFarlane wrote it, but he fucking didn't. No, he didn't. He's a fucking liar. I'm quitting this podcast. He lied. He's not, not only is he lazy, but he's also a liar. How dare he? He's a lazy liar. <laughs> we're kidding. He's not a lazy liar. But the reason why we're dwelling on this is because usually on the credits. When you crack open the issue there. Crack it open. It's cracked. Usually you have your writer and then you have an additional script or additional plot or additional script plot by Todd mm. McFarlane. Or additional edits. This one. Or additional edits. This one does not. It just says Rory McConville script plot. That's it. This is full-throated Rory through and through. Full throttle. We got the we got the the roar father going on now. No Todd father. Get that guy out of here. We got a new dad in town. Yeah. The Sorry, McCon- dad. The McCon father. There we go. That's better than the roar father. The McCon father. <laughs> Pretty close. Oh, nice. Nice. But then we also have Carlo Barberi on art, so that's keeping it consistent. And if I may say so, an absolute excellent outing by Carlo Barberi in this issue. Oh, yeah. And he gets lots of spawns to draw. It's it's real good. It's it's real rich. It's real textured. There's so much detail in this issue that I think Carlo Barberi might have gone a little bit insane. But I'm here for it. Uh, then we've got Tom Wojciechowski on lettering. Mm-hmm. The Tom Father's very good. J. David Ramos on colors. Yep, 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 yep. We already covered the covers, so you know about that. And then there he is, Todd McFarlane, creative director. He's in there a little bit. He's nice. in there a little bit. I don't. I don't know if being creative director gives him, uh, you know, under the title, under the title listing in the on the the cover credits. But you know, I mean, it shouldn't. Uh, but uh, we should. We should probably just fix this now by crossing it out. His name on the front, writing Rory McConville. And then, with all good legal things, you have to put GCP on it, or good clinical practice. And we have to initial and date any changes we make, so that way everybody who looks at it later knows that, aha, yes, we did catch that. That wasn't something we snuck in. GCP. GCP. And then we have the editor, Mr. Thomas Healy. Hell yeah. So previously in Spawn, okay, it's a long one, here we go. Ahem. <clears throat> Mark Rosen has been at Al's side for what seems like an eternity, putting his life on the line for a man whose cause he believes in. Now, with his newfound powers, doubt is beginning to creep in, and the words of Jim Downing are starting to make sense. Wow. Now, this is a classic. <laughs> this is a classic. has so, nothing to do with this issue. Yeah, that is something that happened previously, yes. True. But... I remember very distinctly when I was starting getting back into Spawn, this being one of the first bits, me reading that and being like, what what the fuck does that have to do with anything? I don't get it. This issue? Nothing. No, absolutely. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is like the beach episode issue of the anime where instead of following along the, the weeks-long arc of the story that has high stakes and the world is about to end, they just... They ran out of time in the animation studio. We're just like, throw some old shit on there for this week. It'll be fine. <laughs> and they go to the beach. They go to the beach. Go to the beach, beach. But Nikki Minjaj. But I, I would. Uh, I'm not a. I'm not a big fan of the beach in general, Johnny. But I definitely wouldn't want to go to the beach where this issue takes place because that's a very dangerous place to be. Which no. we, can, we can. We can see. We we get a we get a we start right on a close up on some feet running through uh, some mud there. So first off, muddy beach. No, thank you. But yeah, we open on Centurion Spawn, which we, wait, wait, you can't just say that like flippantly. Oh, no. no, I I said we opened on some feet running through some mud. 
And it literally says, for this Centurion spawn are the first four words in this issue. So it's. A- I know, but this is the first time we're seeing Centurion spawn. This is monumental. Yeah, I, but I was just about to get to the point that he looks super cool. We've never seen him before, Johnny. Okay, well, I'm getting ahead of you because I'm just so excited that we've got like <laughs> four new possible spawns in this issue. Look at, look at how cool this guy is. He's He's the only spawn we've seen wearing sandals so far. Usually... So what's ex- your history guy? What exactly is a centurion? Is, is was uh, like a Roman soldier, right? Is that it? I think so. I don't know. I've only seen three hundred. That's the only thing I know about history. You haven't seen Gladiator? How dare you? Yeah, is he a centurion in that? No, I, I think there are some because I think centurions are just Roman soldiers. So you want you want to look a it centurion up. centurion candidate? Yeah, the centurion. <laughs> We've just activated some people to walk around in phalanxes and, you know, utilize the roads we've just built. No, it's a Roman soldier. Okay, I don't know. Hey. There's a common misconception that all middle-aged white men just obsess about history. Uh, I'm not one of those. Okay, I thought you did. No, I, I know a little bit about all of the things that I enjoy, but it's fun because everybody's like you should do trivia you should be great you would be great at trivia and it's like no 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 no. you see my trivia everyone says that to me too the the stuff that i like to fill my brain with is not the stuff that they write trivia questions about (laughs) i know nothing practical yeah i agree but anyway we've got centurion spawn he's running through the woods he was ambushed and he's getting chased he's getting chased down like a dog he just opens and he's running yeah And basically, he knows he's beat, but he's trying to get himself... He's he's going to fight till the bitter end. So that's that's what he's doing. He's trying to get to a position that he can sort of defend himself. And so he's just running. He gets skittiked in the back there a little bit. By a beam. Yeah. Beamed right in the head. Or right in the... Like, right in the back. Right in the back. Right in the lower spine. Yeah. Well, it doesn't look like that feels very good. You do get a nice look at the the sandal going all the way up the calf there and that is a great look the gladiator sandal looks great on the centurion can you imagine johnny oh yeah (laughs) it better if if my legs were like that i would totally have an issue with that top belt that top belt would always just like want to slide down the calf i'd have to i'd have to hitch it up a couple more inches so it it would not slide down past the the big part of the calf we used to have we used to have sand and sandal sandal and sword mania in america because we had gladiator and then troy was out a few years later then 300 yeah sandal and i think it was called sword and sandal is what people used to call it yep sword and sandal it's like sword and sorcery versus which is like your your conan the barbarian sword and sandal is your your Oh, I mean that goes all the way back to like Ben Hur and stuff. So yeah, I know, but it was just there was a it was popular post Gladiator. Yeah, it it comes it comes and goes. It comes in waves, Johnny. Yeah, it's like it's like it's that it's that twenty year cycle where you know now everybody is obsessed with the nineties and it's like listen, y'all. Yeah, Gladiator Two is coming out. We can we can keep that shit in the nineties, please. Thank you very much. <laughs> Did you know that? Yeah, Gladiator Two. Yeah. Yeah, it's being, it's happening. And then, and then, hopefully, Ridley Scott is directing Race of the Broken Land. That's going to be so fucked up. It's going to be wild. I can't imagine it. I can. I can imagine it. I can imagine it. I did. It's an S. Craig Zoller book, for those who don't know, writer and director of Bone Tomahawk, and it's a great book, and it's wild. 
As my friend Caleb Branham once said, it does stuff that you can't do in anime. <laughs> Which, yeah. That's, you know how that is. Yeah. But he said, he said in an interview that Ridley Scott was like, I'm doing a Western. And he, oh, the only thing he said about it is like, the script is aged like a fine whiskey. So I'm assuming that's what it is. I don't know. Because he's been supposed he's been meaning to do this project for like six or seven years. Nice. But this isn't about cowboys. No, this is about since this is this is older West than that, Johnny. Yes, it's the old, 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 old West. Yeah, the original West, if you will. And we got Centurion. Yes. You know, after he gets skatticked in the back, he he lunges forth with his long lance. That's a it's a dope lance. Carlo Barberi with the accessory pack is doing a great job. And he gets he gets beamed down again. He's just like double beamed. And then so he's he's wallowing in the mud. He speaks some Latin, let me die with honor, translated from Latin. And then we get sort of a monologue on the the individual who is hunting him down and tracking him. And then we turn the page and we see there have been many names for him throughout history. But to most, he is known as the Forsaken. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, guess who it is, Johnny? It's Re Redeemer. No, it's, uh, it's Dark, Dark Redeemer. Redeemer. It's Kane. It's Abel himself. Kane's Spoiler little alert. Brother. Kane's little brother? Older brother. Little brother. Uh, I think they're twins, right? I don't... Johnny, I don't know. <laughs> they just... You're the Bible expert. <laughs> oh, Lord, Lord have mercy. I'm just going to keep accusing you of being things you're not this episode. You're the history expert. You're the Bible expert. <laughs> well, that's that's just the aura I present of myself. And then this is me in the deposition having to admit that actually I don't know nothing. You're the aura expert. <laughs> I wouldn't even know what color would be funniest to label our auras at this moment. We'd have to call it oh, an man. actual expert. <laughs> Speaking of auras, have you watched Love Has Won on HBO? I have not yet, no. Ooh, she's a crazy lady. Yeah, cults, fun stuff to learn about. Cults just, are interesting. Just like the Heaven's Gate cult literally drove an entire sneaker line production into oblivion. <laughs> oh yeah, they they because they all wore the sneakers. Yeah, because it was all part of their uniform, and they were cheap, so they just bought a shit ton of them, and then immediately afterwards, Nike was like, "Oh no." Uh, so people who still have those shoes sell them for like a thousand dollars on eBay right now, which I know in the shoe world isn't really Ooh. a big thing because sneakers can get up there. But for for some basically garbage tennis shoes, that's pretty pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. that's pretty impressive. Because they're hey, I've seen Air. I know all about tennis shoes. <laughs> Johnny's a closet sneakerhead. You know it. I'm much too clumsy when I walk around to ever even consider becoming a, a sneakerhead. Oh, yeah, to keep them, like, nice? I don't... Yeah, oh, no. No. I'm me bad with shoes. Um, Never gonna happen. So, after after we get our nice little introduction to the Forsaken, one of the 12 million names of Abel, son of, son of Eve. There we go. That's her name. Son of Eve. I never thought about that. It's son of Eve, not son of Steve. <laughs> We know that Kagliosho's parents are Adam and Eve. Yeah. Interesting. Not Adam and Steve. <laughs> Sorry, the name Steve is just so hilarious. Why uh, that that's the name they have to use for their anti-gay propaganda. Steve. Yeah. Every silly. every Steve I've ever known has been lovely. Most of them are in their 60s now and they're just like 
the the groovy old guys who just know everything that's going on. I'd be I'd be happy with Adam had a big dick or not. (laughs) Okay, so we go over. I was just thinking about him having sex. I was thinking about Adam having sex, and I was like, I wonder how big Adam's dick was. Oh, Johnny, I know it's the nice episode, but I'm gonna have to drop a bonk on you right now. Oh, I got bonked. Ow. Uh, so I was trying to keep it in the episode. It's nice. Well, keep it in your episode, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. So so we yeah. go over to fair, a, fair. We got a street scene with a whole bunch of people walking on a march with some signs, and it's over two hundred thousand people descended on Washington. Obviously, this is one of the pundits that we're overhearing, but we so it's probably the CRN lady. Walking. Yeah, it seems pretty fair and balanced, so probably. Um, yeah. So that's. Basically, you know, Al Simmons came out and was like, you got to start questioning the New World Order. Mm, that sounds awfully Brock the Shock Finley. But then everybody has decided, oh, hey, yeah, let's let's start questioning our government, which is awesome. You don't wait for a hell guy to come out of nowhere to shadow blast from the darkness to start questioning the government. Just do that. Just have that be your baseline. Just go ahead. Just go ahead and start. If you ever felt you needed permission to question your government... I am giving it to you now. Let's just go. Then we we zoom in on a uh, very swanky business conference room here. It's a corner conference room. Oh, yeah. Uh, A shit ton of very well-dressed people. All very beautiful. I'm not a businessman. I've not dealt very high with high-up business people. But if... If looking this good is a requirement to be in business, there's probably a reason I was never a businessman. Oh, David, you look that good. Not, not this good. Not, not this good. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that ponytail that that guy has at the front. Look at how long and luxurious, luxurious it is. It is. It is. But so this is a company of people trying to spin their own side of the story for against what Al Simmons is saying. And, you know, they're just talking about how they got to take control of the situation. We don't really know what they are yet. We just know that they're business people who have an anti-Al Simmons bent. Yeah. I mean, bada bing, bada boom. we know who they are. Yeah, well, yeah, we know who they are. So we've got Cordelia, who's got that nice pixie cut and that very white dress and some excellent strappy shoes. We get a, we get a nice close-up on her ankle there. Uh, Carlo Barberi obviously was like i need an issue to just do some clothing just let me do some clothing a little bit please please (laughs) it's like the the handover from the todd father to the mccann father carlo was like please todd doesn't give a shit about clothing give me some good clothing (laughs) i i dig it i dig it yeah and so I, i dig this office so obviously we know that they're they're bad people because they're anti-spawn, and we all know that all people who are anti-spawn are bad, but we're not quite sure what their position is yet, because this is our introduction to them. We just know that they're right. the, the big bad of the moment. They also know about set it, trying to put somebody on the throne of hell, which is exciting. Setting that up. Setting that up. A full 25 issues before it'll come to the answer yeah but so they basically just end the meeting with the main action item being like we gotta throw some shit on spawn and let the public know he stinks and so then we cut to the most fox newsiest of any pundit ever (laughs) 
asking. Yeah, just, he's like standing up. Standing up. He's got the he's got the picture of Spawn. The big question, of course, is where is Spawn? Trying to question his credibility by asking just like the dumbest of questions, because they think that any question is legitimate. I don't get it. I don't get it's it. It's a big question. It's a big question. But where is he now? He's watching this shit yeah. on TV. Yeah. He's he's so upset he didn't even have time to put on the final the final bit of his human costume, Johnny. He's just got he's his still got his eyes. He's just got his green glowing eyes out there for everybody to see. Maybe if his he could use his powers just to see the TV in his eyes. Ooh, maybe. Hmm. Maybe. That would be cool. So he doesn't have to actually watch the screen. That'd be convenient. Yeah. But yeah, so so he's 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 upset at what these people are saying on the news. But then, you know, he's still doing his thing. He's still going through the Book of Invisibles, trying to track them all down, get some answers. And that's what we that's what we cut to. He uh we cut to a guy going into his apartment and immediately upon getting into his apartment gets wrapped up in a big red cope. Cope. And he gets spawn cape. attacked. He gets spun yeah. And spawn in the darkness with just his green eyes glowing, says, Where's Coleostro? Where is he? <laughs> Where are the drugs? The uh, and then we get we get a gasp. Why are you doing this to me? And so yeah. This this guy's like, oh we had <laughs> he done he done ghosted me. I don't know where he is. This guy Yeah, that guy owes me money. He owes me some strawberry ripple. Yeah. <laughs> this this guy, you know, obviously not the cleanest cut guy in the world, but legitimately doesn't know where it is. Uh, much like the billionaire in in the killer, you know, not a great guy, but in this instance, actually innocent of anything. <laughs> anything. That's funny. I was thinking about the killer too. Yeah, he's coming into this guy's apartment. Yeah. What um? He's just like, who are you? Yeah. So so then Al's just like, well, I gotta gotta go. Gotta go find more people. And we get a nice little flashback. Uh, Carlo Barberi gets to draw a little bit of the Omega Island pit where Javi and Al are tied up when they take Coleostro away. I always love that when they uh, like have a different artist do something that's already been depicted. It's kind of fun. Yeah, that is real nice. The, the helmets on these Omega Island stooges are fantastic. Mm-hmm. They're great. Uh, then we get a nice little montage of Spawn beating up people, trying to get some information until somebody acquiesces. Bam, 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 bam. Bam, bam, yeah, there's, oh. That, then finally that, a guy just goes, okay, okay. That middle one has, like, a pile of viscera in the background, so <laughs> he's not playing he's nice. He's killed a lot of people. He's not playing no. nice at all. Not at all. And then we learn about Figredo <laughs> is a guy who uh can get him in touch with with Coolios Joe and he's he's very much a Todd Father bad guy. He's a boss, a big boss man. It's some good flavor that big boss man. Look at him. Just look at him. <laughs> he's a mid-level lieutenant. His th- his neck's so big he can't he can't button his <laughs> he can't button the collar on his shirt but yet he insists on wearing a tie. <laughs> great. Great. Hey, I got a thick neck. I I can understand that. And then, so Spawn's got this guy's address now, and he's going to pay him a, a visit. He does his tele singing telegram act from Clue, right? Yes. All right. He tries. He puts on his little his little cap and his 
and his clogs and his like hot da 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 da. I guess they were tap shoes, weren't they? I don't know. And then he gets to the door and nobody answers and he's like, oh, all this effort for nothing. But no, Fagredo's house is just trashed and filled with so many dead people. So many. And then Spawn hears a, a yell and he just boots through a door. And we see, we see who attacked Fagredo's Boot to men. the door. Nah, nah. <laughs> Do you remember that song? Boot to the head? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck was that? I have absolutely no idea. It was like on one of those Dr. Demento things. I, I don't know. My experience was it with, with like the, it was like a Harvey. Was Bird it a camp? Did it. Oh, really? Yeah. Somebody, somebody like put it together with a Harvey Birdman attorney at law. No, no, it wasn't Harvey Birdman. Cause he actually dressed up like a bird. Somebody put the, the sound to like an anime courts court scene thing. And that's, that's how I know about it. I just know it come like a Dr. Demento CD that had at my like summer camp when I was a kid. Man, Dr. Demento. Speaking of Demento. Boot to the head. <laughs> speaking of Demento, we see who ripping up all these bodies. And Johnny, it's our buddy boy, Mr. Anti-Knives himself. It's, it's hot, hot, but you don't get to see his five o'clock shadow on this one. And he's just standing over Figredo's body with his like r- rippling... A rippling pile of intestines there. Oh, man, it's a lot of intestines. And yeah, and then Hunt sees Al and lunges at him, and then we smash cut to an operating room. Where, where they're operating on a demon. Yeah, they're operating on a demon. I wonder if it's a DePaul demon. There's not a blue D on it, so I guess not. Oh, my God. <laughs> this reminds me of that. Do you remember that 90s video? There was, like, release called Alien Autopsy. There was supposed to be the real autopsy of Area 51. Yeah. It reminds me of that, because they're doing an autopsy on a demon. Yeah. I mean, I believe that video was real, but... What, what are we up to now? Is that three hearts? <laughs> Four. And yeah. That's, and that's if they're actually hearts. <laughs> so so maybe maybe the uh, hearts that the violator pulled out in those first couple of issues that look like potatoes, maybe it's because those mob guys were half demon, and, you know, they don't have correctly shaped organs oh so it's anatomically correct for a demon just not a human so potato it's not a human it's that could like be it it's like the determining factor for figuring out if somebody's a demon or not is if their heart is the wrong shape much like in the the television series lois and clark the only way you can tell if somebody's a clone is if they ate frogs Oh, yeah. Mm. I remember there was a season finale cliffhanger that just ended with a scene of Terry Hatcher just opening a case that had a frog in it and then lifting it to her mouth. I remember that she was a clone or that there was a clone. That was a good show. That was a good show. Too bad that Superman. I love Dean Cain and agree with everything he stands for currently. (laughs) Just want to get that out there on the record. Somehow forgot that Superman wasn't supposed to be hateful. (laughs) he he still dines out on that he's like i was superman i know and it's like sir i don't think you know from superman even though you played him sorry you played him in a pretty good abc show okay that and that was in the 90s and that should stay in the 90s but then this little post i was always confused by that show because i thought it was a pun on lewis and clark i guess it kind of is yeah it is yeah, it is. Just less icky colonization. Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman. Wasn't that what it was fully called? Yes, it was. 
Oh wow. But so this autopsy gets interrupted by I guess a nurse coming in saying, Dr. Milner, Dr. Milner, you gotta go, the boss is here. And we get the round eye of surprise and haven't seen a round eye of surprise on a human before. This is a concerned eye of surprise. This guy uh not happy that the boss is here. And we learned that this guy basically, you know, lost his legitimate doctor job and got recruited by this company. And they've just, like, been having him live in this compound, experimenting on these things that they bring him. And we get we get him walking up to the boss lady, Cordelia, which is the lady of the nice suit in the conference room. And she's wearing another really great outfit. Yeah. Yeah. She's got, like, a dress with, like, shoulder pads. Yeah, she's looking sinister. It's got two-tone. It's real nice. And so they're they're walking. They're looking at this collection of freaks they got. They're like, we're going to start a sideshow. Look at all these freaks we got. And Dr. Milner's like, we keep losing them. We keep losing them. I'm, I'm working as fast as I can, but they keep dying on me. There's, like, a lizard demon. There's, like, a rock demon. There's, like, a smoke demon. And, and Cordelia's like, we don't give a shit if they keep dying. We got enough of these bastards. And... We turn the page to see what bastards they got enough of, and Johnny... It's four spawns! It's four spawns! We've got Centurion spawn there. We've got Pirate slash uh, American Revolution spawn. I guess it's more American Revolution spawn. We've got more American Revolution. We've got Orco spawn from the Masters of the Spawniverse. <laughs> <laughs> and then the greatest spawn of all time. Gumshoe. Gumshoe spawn. Or Noir Spawn. I don't know what you call him. Gumshoe. I'm still waiting on that action figure, that miniseries. Because that would be great, just having having just like a, a, a Noir detective story with starring, starring Gumshoe Spawn. And it's like, forget it. <laughs> the final line of the, of the miniseries could be, forget it, Spawn. It's the Malbol. <laughs> forget it, Spawn. It's Helltown. <laughs> And then we get it to be continued. So, dun dun dun. One seven one two is Spawn's Necrometer there. Not, nice, nice, not, nice. Not nice. bad, not bad. The spawning grounds for this one is some of the the team's favorite covers from the past, you know, thirty years of Spawn. Got some good some ones. Good there. covers. I like that Spawn thirty one. That's some good Greg Capullo on the original Anti Spawn there. Oh yeah, that number seventy I love, uh, is a classic. Thirty-four with the clown. Yeah, with the little hand puppet or the little puppet he made of some guy's face. Yeah, is that supposed to be Twitch? It better not be. And look, that hair is very Twitch. It better not be. I don't want to see a dead Twitch. I'd be sad. Johnny, we're gonna have to. We're just gonna have to read to it. We're gonna have to go back to those issues and read it. Figure out what it's about. And some of the the newer ones they got. They got uh that Bjorn Baron's medieval spawn. They got that 313 original appearance of Plague Spawn. Real nice. So you got a classic She Spawn up yeah. there. That's wicked. That's a wicked outfit. Look at that. Look at all those spikes. I like how it just says Plague Spawn in like just regular type at the yeah. bottom of that yeah. cover. It's just like in it's just like an aerial. <laughs> just so you can remember, this is Plague Spawn. Just some generic sans serif. Yeah. Yeah. Some good some good covers. Then we got the image classics that we always get. And then an advertisement for The Scorched, coming January 2022. Ooh. And that's Spawn 325, Johnny. Damn! We, like, breezed through it. I mean, not really. Looking at the time, we didn't really breeze through it, but it felt like we did. Yeah. That was an unrelenting issue. Yeah, it's good. There's uh, a, lot of, a lot of words we skipped over. We kind of just gave it to the gist. 
but it's, it's yeah it's a good setting up stuff issue so no it's good it like erases you to that really awesome cliffhanger and yeah. you're just like what like what well all these spawns so many spawns i'm just waiting for there to be an issue of oops all spawns gonna happen like everybody just like they don't comment about it ever again but just like everybody becomes a spawn for an issue like we've got this all the pundits are spawns wanda's a spawn cyan's a spawn sam and twitcher terry's a spawn spaz is a spawn spaz the dog (laughs) spaz it's gonna be great i always feel like a spawn in the movie's like spaz come here Johnny, now we've got uh, another issue to cover, don't we? We've got another issue to cover. Shockingly, I can't believe it, Johnny. You can't, you can't be pulling these kinds of surprises on me. I'm not ready. We've got a crazy issue, and we know it's crazy because it's the scorch. It's it's absolutely bug nuts. Not as bug nuts as it has been, but still bug nuts. <laughs> pretty bug nuts. The cover that I have is not too bug nuts though. It's pretty normal. Which uh, which cover do you got, Johnny? I've got. I've got both, but I've got the Kale New cover. Nice, nice, nice. With the one with Jessica Priest. The one with Jessica Priest. If anybody were surprised that Johnny had the Jessica Priest cover, you haven't been paying attention. <laughs> yeah, she got hips and won't quit on this cover. <laughs> do I need to? Do I need to bust out the stick again, Johnny? Ow! Ow! <laughs> it just hit me in the eye. Watch her hit me with that bonk stick. <laughs> oh man. I have the Mike Diodato Jr. cover that's just got Medieval with a Dragon on it. And it's great. It's great. The the thing that cracks me up about this cover is the Medieval's chains, instead of looking like hell chains, just look like the most mundane chains you've ever seen. <laughs> just normal chains. Like like growing up in the middle of nowhere in ranch country, this is literally the type of chain people would just like wrap around posts to keep a gate closed. <laughs> <laughs> it's just normal chains. It's great. Because, you know, we forget that the spawns that have these chains, the chains are actual tools that regular people use. They're not just the sole accoutrement of the hell being. Regular people can no. have chains too, Johnny. It's true. It's true. I forget. This dragon also looks very excited to be there. He's just like, ah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, nice. Nice. Jessica Priest cover, she's like next to a pillar that's been shot to hell. Yeah, it's like the Matrix lobby scene. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to trying to get to. It looks exactly like that. Yeah. And I like how the bullets in the belt for the chain gun she has all look like hypodermic needles. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh boy, they look Pretty deadly. Awesome. They look deadly. She is she is loaded for bear. It is great. It's good. That's good. That's good. We gotta crack open this cover. Crick crack. This is a monumental issue as well, we haven't even mentioned. This is the final Sean Lewis. Yeah, it is. Said of the scorch, it might be the final Sean Lewis we cover on this podcast. I hope not, but if it is, heck, what a way to I go! I hope honestly. not, but if you know, if he doesn't come back, then this is it. Yeah, that's script plot by Sean Lewis with additional script by Todd McFarland. So, you know, he's at least getting some writing credit this episode. 
A little bit. Can you imagine the day when Todd McFarlane doesn't have any sort of script shout out? I'd be happy for him. I think he needs a vacation. It, can you imagine that guy on vacation? He's probably like, God, I just have even more ideas than when I left. <laughs> we got yeah. Steven Segovia doing the art. Ulysses Areola doing the colors. Both excellent. Uh, and World Design doing the lettering. We done covered the covers. Todd McFarlane, creative director, editor-in-chief, Thomas Healy. Excellent. Good job. Previously in The Scorched, She-Spawn, after being left for dead, has returned. Terminus plans are finally revealed. Well, yep, that's what happened. Wow. <laughs> that's what <Yeah>. happened. <laughs> Literally what happened. Yeah. And unlike the previous one, is actually important to the plot of this issue. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. It, it just it just it tickles makes sense. me. The previous no. the, the last issue. Just hilarious. Mark Rosen didn't even funny. show up at all in the issue. Ah. But so we open we open on Jessica Jessica Priest as we had in that opening reading the last time we did a scorch. This she spawn, Johnny. This she spawn. Terminus. It's basically just a exact pickup from where we ended last time where she was floating down into the battlefield yeah yeah no retelling of anything at all just like here she is so she's she's got her glowing fists of fury she's surrounded by the cool hair and the crazy chains and a whole bunch of rocks just sort of orbiting around her the scorched are all just looking up in amazement at her yeah model's guy's like he's like gaping he's like ah <laughs> he's like what and Jessica says, time you abandon these throwaway warriors, Spawn. Your dead zones await you. Terminus is like, you have no power over me. <laughs> I had to explain to someone what dead zones were in Spawn last night because I was at a bar where my phone wasn't working and I was in a dead zone. <laughs> and I didn't think about it, but he came up with the concept of dead zones in the 90s way before like a dead zone for like cell phones would have probably been common terminology. Hell yeah, Johnny. So what that makes me think is that the cell phone people took it from Spawn. Are you gonna, are you about to tell me that technology and engineer people are uh, potentially a little nerdy? I don't believe it, Johnny. Not for one second. It's true. I've never known a single engineer or technical person in my life. Nope. They must be normal people. <laughs> they have to be. No, but imagine that. They were like, what should we call a place where your cell phone doesn't work? And some Spawn nerd was like, how about dead zones? <laughs> That's what I choose to believe. Nice. That would be great. And Senator Terminus is like, gods don't have to prove themselves. And Jessica Priest is like, hey, man, hey, man. Hey, we'll see about that. Monolith is just champing at the bit to get into this fight. And Spawn's like, hold on a second. Let's see what she can do. It's like, let's see what the kid can do. Let's see what she can do. And then Jessica Priest starts the fisty cuffing with uh, Senator Terminus. And yet, it does not go well for Senator Terminus. He is uh he is getting the George Soros treatment as we speak. George <laughs> George Santos, George Santos. Not Soros, George Santos. Soros is the guy who paid all the paid all the protesters, right? I'm still waiting on my Soros bucks, y'all. Yeah, I need that. I need that money. We get what Jessica Priest saw as she was dying. It was her her life flashing before her eyes, but flashing as it disappeared. Yeah. And she had a really bad dad. Yeah, he was a piece of shit. She joined the army. It looks cool. Yeah, well, it looks cool except for those three guys in the back there that are in desperate need of a bonking. Look at that. Yeah, they need a bonk. Little shit eaters. I mean, I'm about to be in need of a bonk. When she's killing Al Simmons, she's looking pretty good. Well, Johnny, you remember you remember with her first appearance, right? 
that uh yeah she gets warm in the nether regions when she kills somebody <laughs> oh boy oh boy uh, the only thing that she's learned that she can't live without is her daughter and so she like fought for life because of that so right senator terminus trying to gain the upper hand whaps her in the nose with his skull because he has a terrible senator he is very bad he's no good so. he hasn't been to the senate floor in months no he just keeps telling everybody he's sick, but he'll be back. He's not even considering retiring. And then, you know, after Jessica Priest gets thrown to the side, Al's like, hey, come on, Jessica. We we got this. And she says, don't touch me. Uh, she's very angry. She's very angry. He's mine. You want to be useful? Take care of what's in the sky. And then they're all like, huh? And they look up and they see... The Sin Devour, or not Sin Devours. Well, Johnny, obviously, yes. obviously this is the Hale-Bopp Comet, behind which is Jesus in a little spaceship, and he's coming to pick oh, them yeah. up. So they're having to they're having to get on their little purple tracksuits and their Nikes, and they're going to get beamed up and away and taken to the new universe. <laughs> Those Nikes cost big bucks, though. Yeah, well... Uh, they could just necroblasm into existence. Like, oh, okay, gotta... that makes sense. Money ain't nothing when you can necroblast stuff. Yeah, you just create whatever you want out of necroplasm. It's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty dope. Prepare yourself. They come. To... <laughs> the planet eaters have come to devour Johnny. Can you believe it? As though, I believe it. As though they live up to their names. Now, these planet eaters fly in some awesome ships. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, they got some cool spaceships. That's so cool. It, it looks like a whole bunch of spines just kind of shoved together. Which is yeah, God, it's making my it's making the like the middle of my back hurt a little bit. It's like, ugh, ugh, please keep my so many riders. spines, so many spines. Where did they get them all? So then Terminus Terminus wants to he's pulling his spear of Longinus, <laughs> uh, Longinus. Did we ever figure out how to pronounce that? Longinus. Long- I think it's Longinus. <laughs> Is definitely how you say he's it. He's pulling that out of yours. And, and he's, he's pulled out his long ginus. This is the 69th episode, David. He's tried to use it against Jessica Priest, but she just kicks him right in the face. Oh, yeah. Don't use your oh. long ginus on me. Oh, but then he, he shoves his long ginus right in her stomach. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. She's got... Johnny, that's a, that's a weird color for necroplasm to be. It looks a little... Earth toned, if you if you if you allow. Yeah, a little green. A little, a little, a little, maybe, like dirt, like dirt. And she pulls it. She pulls it closer. Yeah, she's like. She's I'm like, imagining that's what she does. You think that you think this bothers me, and then she just shoves her thumbs in his eyes. Ah, just like just like on Evil Dead One, the yeah. original, where he knocks his eyes out. Oh boy, oh boy. Military training taught her the eyes will always make your enemy vulnerable. And oh, this this is a gruesome this is a gruesome full page here of just thumb to the eye, oh thumb to Oof, the eye. That's gross. Her coat collar is so pointy; it almost looks like she's trying to get the other one with the <laughs> with the tip of her collar there. Yeah. But but now and then she says quippy line: "I'm doing you a favor. You'll thank me someday." And then plunges her other thumb in the other eye. Ah. Oh. Oh, great dramatic timing. And then she. She's been she's been hunting, so she knows you have to snap the back of the arrow off and push it all the way through instead of trying to pull it back out. Yep. Man, that's pretty badass. She snaps a friggin' 
Saint Relic, Johnny. Snaps it right off. I have a feeling that it's not mentioned. It's not mentioned in the text, text, but I have a feeling that there's lots of power that has to go into destroying a saintly relic. I would imagine so. I mean, that was the spear that killed Jesus. Yeah. Jesus had, like, metal skin. Canonically, he was, he, he was Iron Man. Yeah, Jesus is Iron Man. <laughs> so Robert Downey Jr. is the savior of all. And he will rise again. I mean, he did. He did. He had that bad he patch. He died. He had that bad patch. He, he, he functionally died. He was thrown in prison for cocaine. Oh, I know he did, but I'm talking about Iron Man. Because he's dead. He's going to have to rise again. I mean, he will. It's, he's just like James Bond. You can't kill him. So the well, rest they of the... killed both of them in the same year, basically. They're a couple years apart. The rest of the Scorch team joins the fray, Johnny. So it does. James Bond is dead, David. They killed him. Oh, no. Why, why did they do that? Did you not know that? No, I didn't know that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he died in the newest movie. Oh, no. I spoiled it for you. Well, I probably wasn't going to watch it anyway, so... The rest of the Scorch team joins its fridge, Johnny. And yep. then we get the, the opening reading about the new Bible. The new Bible of the Scorched. They're going to print up a copy of it and put it in every one of those Christian bookstores you see in the mall. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, but those scriptures cannot be written yet, Johnny, because the day is not yet finished. So it's one of those you got to wait till the end of the battle to write stuff down. Because imagine being in the middle of the battle just trying to write stuff down. It would be wild. It would be wild. And Jessica Priest then decides, you know what? I'm not going to leave Senator Terminus alive. I'm just going to stab him through the head with this half a, half a Longinus. She just gives his Longinus back to him, Johnny. Gives it right back to him. Right back to him. And then we, we cut to Monolith holding, like, a demon face in his hands. It's, <laughs> like, melting. And Medieval hacking up a carcass. Oh, boy. It is great. And then Jessica Priest trying to do some, you know, so I see the Urizen and his followers have left. Terminus's hives are pulling back too. And Monolith, Monolith asks if she's okay. And she says, far from it. And Al's like, actually, actually, I think what he's saying. And Jessica's like, you nah. ready to lead him again? He's, she says, nah, fuck this team. She says, this is your bed, you lay in it. I got my own team now, motherfucker. Or her team is the Heap. Heap and, and Kingslayer. The Kingslayer. Look at him. Look at that boy. Look at him going. It's Simon. He's oh. looking like a teenager. Yeah, he is. He's growing up. They grow up so fast, Johnny. They do. They yep. really do. Yep, 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 yep. And Al's like, I can't let you do this. And Jessica Priest is like, uh, you gotta, or else Wanda's soul. Go bye-bye. You don't want that to happen. And she turns back into regular Jessica. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With her short hair. And then she gives a, a little brief talking about what Gaia did with Wanda's soul. So if he wants Wanda's soul back, they're going to have to play nice together. But Gaia really doesn't want Al to live. So I guess she's hoping that Al will sacrifice himself to free Wanda. So that way Gaia can get Spawn off the board. Yeah. And then and Al's like, you can't do this, Jessica. She's like, stop me. And Monolith's like, I can stop yeah, you. Yeah. And she's like, no, you can't. She's like, no, 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 you forget, you forget. Mother Gaia is basically Mother Earth. You think you think Earth would be here without the Earth Mother? <laughs> the Earth Mother? <laughs> Earth Mother? And then she basically just does... Hello, Mother. Hello, Fada. Speaking of camp songs. <laughs> Speaking of Dr. Demento. Yeah. Then we get a heap, heap just 
hulks the ground and it it basically makes like the little ninja smokes that Batman uses and it, mm-hmm. it knocks everybody down and then when the scorched stand up the army of of Gaia is gone and disappeared along with Spawn as the smoke clears Jessica Priest is gone her new teammates as well and Spawn I don't think this is over in truth the true fight has yet to begin and then Scorched Skull. Scorched Skull. So that's the end of that episode. That's the end of Senator Terminus. That's the end of Sean Lewis's that's... run. Pretty dope. But we got one last little thing. We got a little mailbag. Yeah, we got a little mailbag. We got uh, In the spawning grounds, we have a mailbag. We got Dan Fluger. Got a, a tattoo of Meatball Head Spawn with the shoelace up the middle of it. And it's pretty cool. Absolutely dope. Yep. We get another person asking questions about non-main Spawn characters getting their own books. And Thomas Healy's like, ah, 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 just you wait. <laughs> ah, 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 just you wait. And then we get Anonymous sending in a pretty dope drawing of Spawn. Look at that. Anonymous. That's funny. It's good. It's good. It's good drawing. Good art. Hell yeah, fan art. Good art. Need more Spawn's universe, Johnny? I know I do. Always. And uh, the image classics that we always get. And then, whoa, we get a new a new advertisement on the toy page on the very back, Johnny. It's for Demon Slayer, which isn't even a Spawn property. I don't even know what Demon Slayer is. It's an anime about a guy who goes around and kills demons. It is... Oh! It is probably as close as an anime can get to being Spawn without actually being Spawn. I highly recommend it. It is very good. Because the, the kid, the, the main character of the show, spoilers for the very first episode, uh, he goes to market to sell a whole bunch of stuff for his family. And then when he gets back, his entire family has been killed by demons except for his sister, who has been turned into a demon. But yet she still remains, she still like retains her human sympathies and memories. And so he carries her around. And learns how to kill demons, so that way he can try to cure her. And so he just, like, wanders around and kills demons. It's great. It's a good time. Very good. And that's Scorch number 22, Johnny. That's Scorch 22. That's what you need to do. So, what you need to do. Woo-hoo. Well, Johnny, I might be surrounded by them, but I don't know if I've given them any ratings yet. We gotta rate these puppies. It's time to rate the puppies. So, Spawn 325, Johnny. We've got this good book. It's a good book. It's a good book. Uh, The art is awesome. The story is awesome. I love this one. It doesn't have that sort of kind of like slackness that a lot of first issues of an arc have where there's not a whole bunch of just running tires to run tires. Like everything has a point and being where we are we know where everything goes so it's just wonderful to come back and see where everything started yeah i am gonna give this four four straps on a gladiator sandal even though he only has three of them because i would need a fourth one to keep him from falling down so four gladiator sandal snap straps johnny it's a good one it's a real good one i'm gonna give it four and a half demon hearts because they found those demons that had many hearts nice uh, I just thought it was a great issue. It's, it's just a lot of fun, and you get a lot of spawns at the end. What's not to love? What's not to love? You get you get great great fashion, 
from Carlo Barberi. You get mm-hmm. fucking great spawns from Carlo Barberi. We get fucking gumshoe spawns. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Definitely worth a reread. If you've fallen off of spawn or want to come back on spawn, just read 325. It's great. It's great. You you could read it by itself and you won't know what's happening, but hey, that's fine. It's still fun. Still fun. And I don't really think there's much to need to know. You just need to know that there's some guys from hell and then there's some bad guys they got to fight. But I think you can get it just fine. Yeah, I think so too. I agree. I think it's a good... This is like kind of what got me grooving along. I, did, I started buying a few issues before this, but this is where it really starts to pick up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the writing is great. It's amazing. No no shade to the Todd father, but Roy McConville is a better writer. Uh, that kind of helps a little bit. <laughs> True that. Sure does. Todd McFarlane's got many talents. Yes, he does. But diff- different people have different talents. It happens. Exactly. At different levels. Then we got the Scorched 22. It's a very good one. The, sh- the last Sean Lewis Scorched we got going. It was absolutely incredible. It's a lot of fun. It's just wacky and epic and just a lot of good stuff. Give a nice, a nice satisfying ending to our least favorite senator of all time. Senator Terminus. Some dope artwork, some cool sort of team dynamics going on. And, you know, just a hell of a good time. Yeah. I'm going to have to give this, I'm going to have to get this uh, five melty demon faces, Johnny. Because it's pretty face meltingly good. It's great. It's a fun time. I'm going to give it five classic Jessica Priest shooting Al Simmons in the head. Forehead. Hell yeah. Yeah, right there. Right there. It's just, it's just like right there. Well, that's good. That's good. It's a good a good send-off for Mr. Sean Lewis. You got full yeah. fives from both of us. I agree. Well, Johnny, you know how we like to beg and plead and basically bribe people to send us emails? Yes. I think it may have worked. We got us I think an email. we got an email. Woo-woo. Yay. We got an email from our friend Mark Zovac, who I got to meet at SpawnCon, and we're going to read it. It's time for a little mailbag. It's time for a respawning yeah. regrounds. So we got an email from Mark in a hilarious turn of events. The title is Give Me a Sticker, (laughs) which is great. Yes. But it says, Greetings, John and David. I didn't get a chance to write you last week in regards to SpawnCon, so I will keep it brief. When I first heard about it, I was really excited, but I didn't have high expectations for it. I told my wife I really wanted to go, and she made it happen. I figured it's either going... That's a nice... That's a good partner. Yeah, that's, that's a I figured nice. it's either going to be bust or it's going to be awesome. Either way, I figured I'd be able to say that I went to the first one and or the last one. That's hilarious. <laughs> the con far exceeded my expectations. I was blown away by what they were able to put together. It was a very intimate setting full of nothing but spawn. It's true. It was awesome to be able to have one-on-one time with artists, get to talk to them. I had the VIP pass and was there from open to close both days, and I still didn't make it to all the tables. Damn. I only got autographs of the people that I stopped and talked to. I just realized I didn't get John's autograph. Oh, well, maybe next year. Oh, you don't need my autograph. My wife and I had an amazing time at SpawnCon, and when it was sad, when it was over. The team that put it together knocked it out of the park. 
We did not eat at Ruby Tuesdays. Okay. Well, there you go. That's the important part. <laughs> we travel. We try to eat at local restaurants in the area only. I'm really glad they're putting on SpawnCon year two. and plan on attending. So much for keeping it brief. LOL. <laughs> I want to let you know that I really enjoy your show. You're doing a fantastic job giving us your take on old Spawny. How many, if any, of the new titles do you plan on putting into rotation for the show? I currently only read Gunslinger, but plan on definitely reading the new one. I also plan to get all the new titles and read them from the beginning to see if the story is any good. If not, I'll just collect them. You don't need to read this on your podcast, or send me a sticker for that matter. I got a couple at SpawnCon. You could give the Gunslinger fan page a shout-out, though. I'm an admin over there. Once we reach 500 followers, I plan to do a Gunslinger-related giveaway, and we are slowly getting there. Keep on spawning, and may the Scorch be with you! Woo! Best regards, Tiny Spawn Mark Z. Hell, that's awesome. Yeah. Hell, yeah. And the Gunslinger fan page he is referring to is on ye old Facebook, and it is called Gunslinger Spawn Fans. Uh, and it's it's right there on the it's right there on the tin, Johnny. You show up and there's people just talking about Gunslinger Spawn, showing pictures of Gunslinger Spawn. Mark himself has a photo of some pencils from issue two. And let me tell you, Johnny, it is just a zoomed-in focus on a tall hat, and it is wonderful. It is wonderful. That's and awesome. Yeah, it's good. It's just a whole bunch of good stuff. If you like Gunslinger Spawn and you're on Facebook still, go, Gunslinger Spawn fans. Go join. They are currently at 682 members, so I guess that means a, a Gunslinger Spawn giveaway will be happening soon. Man, it must have blown up quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. For, yeah. Thank you. Uh, this, this makes me so happy. I love getting emails. Uh, and Johnny, I think I have, I think I have a, a solution for old Mark here. You should sign the back of a sticker, specifically the sticker. We'll oh. oh, I like that. Maybe, maybe if we're feeling sassy, we'll get both of us to sign it. We'll Johnny's will be the legible one. <laughs> oh no, mine's not legible. Not at mine's all. Mine's not legible at all. Nope. But you know what? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, thanks, Mark, for being our friend and sending us an email. And speaking of friends, yeah, we really Johnny, appreciate it. Yes, we've got some friends on Instagram that we like to to let people know about. And this week, we, sure we got a friend named Vincent, and Vincent is a dope artist, and you got to go see his art. And Vincent is at var underscore 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 art. If you try var underscore art you're gonna get nothing if you try var underscore underscore art you're gonna get a russian guy named varkulovich who hasn't posted since 2016 but hey maybe follow okay. him too maybe you know if we can can get this guy some more friends that would be great too but no 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 we, you want var underscore 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 art it's beautiful stuff it's great he's got everything everything he's an aspiring comic book artist and he just like he just draws he just draws and it's all good shit there's like some batman there's some spawn there's some like lady mechanica there's who's that who's who else is there there's lots of stuff it's also cool this johnny there is some fucking dark tower our artwork right there it is oh nice roland it is roland deshane standing in the field of roses walking up toward the tower Holy shit. I would be looking at it, but my phone died. Oh, no. Well, at least we got the email out before it died. <laughs> yep. It's it's great shit. Go see our friend Vincent. He does good stuff. 
Speaking of good stuff on Instagram, while you're over there, go see Brian. He does our music. Brian underscore Voyles underscore 27. Our show would not sound anywhere as good without Brian. It would not. We got to hear that sweet, sweet respawning reground song that we yeah, love. With the, with the so send us more emails the, the so we can get that. Yeah. So great. So great. Um, we're over there on Instagram at regarding spawn pod. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. Posting fun stuff, posting videos, posting pickups. Yeah, pickups. We got uh, random stuff, posters, pictures of our stickers that we slap around town occasionally. So, so if you ever find yourself in Chicago and you're like, I want to see a sticker in the wild, you can you know, maybe find where I, <laughs> where we've slapped them. You know, like David said, you could use them to trail us from our work to our home just by following the respawn <laughs> stickers. Oh boy! So you oh, can come boy. dox us. Uh, so, so as long as you aren't Jake Gyllenhaal from the movie Zodiac, please feel free to come look at them. But Jake Gyllenhaal from Zodiac, you stay the fuck away from our respawn stickers because we don't need you, yeah, you crazy. Fo- actually following us here. You seemed like a no. nice guy, but you were a little bit obsessive. You were mean to your wife, do it. damn it. We do it. And, you know, if you would like to hear the mailbag song again, send us an email at regardingspawnpod at gmail.com. We love to receive them. We've got that promotion going on. You send us an email. Not only does Johnny read it, we'll send you a sticker. It'll be great. Just make sure to put in your address in the email, and we'll send you a sticker. That's right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, Johnny, do you have a, a prompt to try to tickle the brain juices of people wanting to get something out there to us? Yes. I was wondering... So we've got four spawns that were presented by Carlo Barberi in this uh, 325. We've got... Centurion spawn, Revolutionary War spawn, like Mage spawn, and Gumshoe spawn, or spawn noir. And I was wondering, which of those four would you like to see as an action figure? I'm, of course, going to say Gumshoe spawn, obviously, because he's got a cool trench coat. Yeah, Yeah, but I can see all of them working out pretty well as a good action figure. Yeah, they would be. That Centurion would be great for a a Kickstarter, so that way you could have all that detail. Because, like, you open up this issue... And you look at that detail, and boy, howdy. Boy, howdy, that would be great. They've got this new technology. I don't know if it's new, but they just started using it in the Dune figures that are coming out. I saw Todd McFarlane talking about it, and they have, like, these capes that have wires in them, so you can, like, Ooh, looks nice. like they're billowing, and they can use that technology on, if they made a Centurion spawn, they could use that on his cape. That would be sweet. That would be dope. That would be dope. Well, yeah. Johnny, speaking of dope. What would you think about uh, reading some more Spawn in a week and then talking about it again? I think that'd be pretty dope. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So what are you thinking about? Uh, next week, we're going to do uh, another main title, the double main title show. It's just going to happen to be, you know, Spawn 326 and Spawn 346. So we got a couple of sixes there. So just need one more. Too bad. It will yeah. be very good. So that again. Spawn 326, Spawn 346, read them, come back, listen to us, talk to them. Uh, let us know if you like our ratings on them. You know, that's fine. That'll be good. Yeah. Don't forget I'm to excited. like us, subscribe, uh, subscribe to us, rate us, talk to your friends about us, tell your coworkers, have your mom listen to them. Uh, have your mom download them and not listen to them just so we get those numbers if you want. That's fine. Yeah, get those numbers up. That's fine with me. Moms are accommodating in that way. So, we love you. And... Happy 69th episode, everybody. It's been nice. It's been wonderful. Nice. Nice. And Johnny, 
May the scorched be with you. And also with you, David. Hell yeah. Nice. 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 Father Demon Man had many hearts. And many hearts had Father Demon Man. <laughs>